Hello, and welcome to BCBO Daily. It is Monday, October 18th, and I am your host, Dan Merch, back as we start another jam-packed, fun-filled week. There is so much stuff going on right now, but I am thrilled to be doing it. I'm really looking forward to getting into this week. I had a great weekend. I hope everybody else did as well. Today, we are going to wrap up habit number three from the seven habits of highly effective people put first things first. So we talked about a whole bunch of stuff last week um, from doing your weekly planning instead of daily planning, effective delegation, spending time in box number two, not getting sucked into doing things that are important to other people and not important to yourself. Most importantly, I don't know if it's most importantly, but what really stuck with me is focusing on being effective as, a bo- as opposed to just being efficient, which is something that I've definitely struggled with in the past. I always kind of prided myself on my organizational skills and how efficient I am at getting some certain things done. But I think it's really kind of knocked down my effectiveness in some ways. So it's been eye-opening for me, and I'm looking forward to implementing some of these things into my day-to-day life. Today, we're going to wrap it up with a few application suggestions, as they call it in the book, and then go over a little quiz that they have that was kind of eye-opening for me as well, and hopefully would be for you. And that's going to wrap up habit number three for us. Tomorrow, we will go back to having a nice little technical Tuesday nugget for everybody. We'll roll through the next rest of our week, and then we will get ready to jump into habit number four. All right, so application suggestions that they have in the book for trying to work on habit number three. First thing they say is identify a a box number two activity that you know has been neglected in your life. One that you know if you did it well would have a significant impact in your life. It could be something from a personal standpoint or a professional standpoint. Just sit down, figure out what it is, and then write it out and make a commitment to actually start working on it, okay? Next thing they want you to do is to draw a little time management matrix, okay? Draw out your four boxes, one, two, three, four. And then try to sit down and guess how much time do you think you spend in each box on any given day. So I did this and I thought I was doing the right thing, um, but it turns out I was way, way off. So basically what they want you to do is just take a guess of how much time you spend in each of those boxes. And then for three days, try to log your time. Do it every like 15 minutes. Like, oh, what did I just do for the last 15 minutes? What box should that really fall into? Is that a box number one, box number two, box number three, or the dreaded box number four? So just do it for three days and write it all down. And then when you're done, review it. So was it accurate? Were you accurate about how you spend your time? Is it, are you satisfied with the way you spend your time? What kind of changes do you need to make? And then you have a way to work off of that. All right. Next, make a list of responsibilities that you could delegate and the people that you could delegate to, delegate them to, or train to be able to be responsible in those areas. And then figure out, okay, what do I need to do to actually start the process? So again, you have to, as we talked about last week, Friday, sometimes you just got to let go. It's not an easy thing to do. There's certain things that you can't. There's obviously responsibilities that you all have to keep. You can't just give everything away, but there's definitely things that we can. So sit down and go through them, figure out who you can delegate those to, what you need to do, and then actually start the process of delegating it or training, whatever you need to do. Next is to organize your week. This is something that I did this week. Start by writing down your roles and your goals for the week, and then transfer that to a specific action plan. At the end of the week, which I'll be doing at the end of this week, 
you can evaluate how well your plan actually worked. Did it translate? Did it tie into what your values are and your what's important to you and your purposes? How did it integrate with your daily life? How did it impact kind of the things that you did and how you focused on things? So I'm trying it out this week. It, it took a little bit of time, and it, but I have, I think it's 11 things that I know, no matter what, these are the things, these are the most uh, important 11 things for me to accomplish this week. I'm going to get done literally hundreds of things this week. But no matter what, I know what these 11 things are. They are the most important things for me to get done this week. They span everything from my personal life uh, to my professional life. They're my roles as a business owner to my roles as an uncle. It's all over the place. But I know what those things are now, and I have them mapped out. And I'm going to see how I do, but I feel pretty confident going into today that I'm going to get them all done. Next is to actually commit yourself to start organizing on a weekly basis and then set up a regular time to do it. So I did it over the weekend. That just worked for me. I had a little bit of time on Sunday. It took me about, if I had a guess, it took me about 45 minutes. I think as you get more used to doing it, um, it probably pare down to maybe like a half hour or so. But again, pick your day to do it. Obviously, the best time to do it would be on Saturday or Sunday on the weekend. Set yourself up for the next week. But set aside time and then make yourself a commitment to get it done. And the last thing that they suggest is your tool that you're using to plan and organize everything. If you don't have one yet, make sure that you have one. And if you do, make sure you're utilizing it in a way to what they call that fourth generation, right? Taking you to your weekly planning, focusing on what's important, not just tying you down to the day-to-day -day urgent matters. So speaking of urgent matters, one of the things they had at the end of the chapter that really blew my mind was they talked about like, why is why is habit three so hard? It's the hardest thing that people have to implement in their in this book, according to what they say, is because of urgency. People end up being addicted to the urgency, which I thought sounded crazy. But then they had all sorts of these little questions you can answer. And as you go through, you answer basically on a scale of one to four, with zero points being you never do it, in the middle sometimes and for you always do it and here's some of the questions that they ask and i can tell you that i failed this miserably i seem to do my best work when i'm under pressure i often blame the rush and press of external things for my failure to spend deep introspective time with myself i'm often frustrated by the slowness of people and things around me i hate to wait or stand in line i am terrible at that i feel guilty when i take time off of work i'm also terrible at that I always seem to be rushing between places and events. I frequently find myself pushing people away so that I can finish a project. That's what we talked about with delegation, right? I feel anxious when I'm out of touch with the office for more than a few minutes. I don't know if it's a few minutes, but you get me away from the office for an hour and I do start getting a little, little freaked out. I'm often preoccupied with one thing when I'm doing something else. I'm at my best when I'm handling a crisis situation. The adrenaline rush from a new crisis seems more satisfying to me than the steady accomplishment of long-term results. I often give up quality time with important people in my life to handle a crisis. I assume people will naturally understand if I have to disappoint them or let things go in order to handle a crisis. I rely on solving some crises to give my day a sense of meaning and purpose. I often eat lunch or other meals while I work. I am 100% guilty of that. I keep thinking that someday I'll be able to do what I really want to do. And lastly, accomplishing a lot of tasks makes me feel like I've been really productive. All right. So go through those questions and then give yourself an honest score on a scale from zero to four. Again, zero, no, two, sometimes four, always. Okay. 
So the whole, I often eat lunch at our other meals while I work. That's a straight number four for me. Okay. So then as you go through, you add up your score and it tells you where you end up. And if you're anything above what they say is 46, you have an urgency addiction, which I definitely do. Those questions just blew my mind, but it's hard. It is hard to give up the urgency. It's, it's, it feels good when a crisis comes up to be the person that solves it and to get it done and to get it done fast and right. And wow, this person had a problem and now they don't. And it's because I took care of it. It's an ego thing. We got to let it go. There are things that are not urgent. They sh- I mean, they're urgent, but they just are not important. It is a hard, hard thing to let go of. It's something that I'm going to continue to work on. I am not there yet. I promise you that, but I'm going to continue to work on it. And I hope you guys do too. And if you have any questions or just want to vent about it, please reach out to me. You guys know it by now. I love talking about this stuff. All right. So that brings us to an end of habit number three, put first things first. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed all of these. I think it ended up being six episodes that covered this whole habit. Um, and really looking forward to getting into habit number four. I've already started reading on it, taking some of my notes, doing some of my other research, going to put that all together. And we'll start with that a week from today, it looks like. So in the meantime, we'll go through our normal week. We'll do all our normal fun-filled podcasts and I'm looking forward to it, but we got a Monday ahead of us. We got what's going to be a busy Monday ahead of us. So let's go get started on it. Let's go out there and let's go pay the rent on our success. Let's keep asking ourselves that question. How would the person I want to be handle the thing I'm about to do? keep putting ourselves in that forward thinking mindset and keep pulling ourselves closer towards our goals. Remember, there's going to be problems, especially on Mondays. For some reason, there's going to be problems, but it's going to be okay. We're going to figure it out. Things are going to pop up in box number one. We're going to deal with them. Things are going to pop up in box number three. What are we going to do with those? We're going to delegate those. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to focus on the things that went right today. We're not going to let the negativity overwhelm us. At the end of the day, we're going to seek out and celebrate our successes because I promise you, they're there. Go check out the website, bcbousa.com. That's where you can get all the good, good. And that's it. That's all I got for you guys today, people. Let's go out and let's go have ourselves a great day. Let's start from a nice, high, positive place. Remember, we get to go to work today. Let's be kind to ourselves. Let's limit the negative self-talk, be kind to the people around us, and let's go put some good out into the world. Because if we do, we will get good back. I promise you it's a formula. I promise you that it works. Thank you all for listening. Go have yourselves a great day and I'll be back tomorrow. Bye.